this is Dr. Krista Burns from the American Posture Institute, and you're listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast for sweet chiropractic success. Now here's your host, Billy Sticker. You're listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Here's your host, Billy Sticker. Sticker here. Welcome to episode number 88 of Cairo Candy. Uh, this is actually take three of the intro. Um, the intro is a little bit longer than what I wanted it to be. There's a lot of information. And, you know, we've been doing this show now. Well, this is episode 88. So for 18, 19 months now, just 12 episodes away from the 100 mark. And uh, I still when I sit down to do these, you know, I still get tongue tied every once in a while or just doesn't sound right. And I'll just stop and erase it and start over. So I guess that's one of the great things about post-production, but I wanted to share something with you real quick. Um, a lot of you guys know that there's three main ways I make an income. Uh, obviously not nothing straight from the podcast. We don't have any sponsors. There's been a couple of people reach out to me about possibly sponsoring the show, uh, doing, you know, ads and stuff on here. But as of right now, you know, we don't do any of that. Uh, so I make my income from Facebook marketing that we do for docs and also, you know, where we actually manage their, their ads and everything for them. And then we also do, uh, ghostwriting. And I don't even like calling it ghostwriting because we really sit down with the docs, come up with a really tight outline and it, it's your content. We just put it into words. We design it. We have a professional uh, graphic designer that does the covers, the interior layout. I mean, it really, really looks top-notch. And that's actually my favorite. I, I'm very passionate about books, and, and I love doing those. And then we also do affiliate marketing. So whenever different doctors out there or uh, sometimes just marketers, when they have different programs and products that I feel would benefit you guys, I have no issue sending out emails promoting their products if I really feel it's going to help you increase your impact in your community. Uh, well, last week I was on a call uh, with a potential client and he said, uh, Billy, I've got to tell you, you give away so much value for free. I mean, with the Facebook training, the the campaigns, all the stuff that I can really set up on my own, I'm tempted to, to do it myself. But I've been in practice for, you know, close to 30 years and I really know better. I, you know, I think I'd rather just hire you to do it. But it made me feel good because he acknowledged the value that we give on the show and a lot of stuff that I give out for free. Not 30 minutes after I get off the call with him, I see, I get an email from a doctor who is responding to an affiliate email that I'd sent out and basically says, uh, do you have anything of real value to offer other than affiliate offers? Or are you just like every other marketer in our profession or in the chiropractic profession, uh, all talk and uh, or mostly fluff or something along those lines? Uh, this isn't verbatim, but it's really, really close. And I kind of got tickled because I know that I offer a lot of value. So I responded to the email and said, hey, Doc, thank you so much for reaching out to me. Um, here's a list of, you know, asking if I do have more valuable things to offer Here's the podcast, 80-something episodes. Here's some of the key episodes that a lot of people you know, are always talking about, saying that they really get a lot out of them. Um, you know, we also do Facebook marketing you know, for a fee and some different things. Uh, but listen, after all this, if you still feel there's no that I don't give any value or have anything valuable to offer, please feel free to unsubscribe and you won't receive any more emails from us. 
well, this morning we ended up getting on the call last week and he sent over his contract and gave me a credit card on the phone today and he ended up being a brand new client. So that worked out. That worked out well. So excited about that. But anyway, let's get into this week's episode. When I first started in the chiropractic profession, as most of you guys know, I'm not a chiropractor, but I used to do marketing for uh, for some different chiropractors in office. They had a couple of different clinics, and I was over all the marketing. Um, that was back in 07, 08, you know, around through there. Well, the docs introduced me to the master circle. And, uh, you know, we, we get, get these CDs every month, and that's what I would go through to help dip me in the profession, if you will. And so it's really, really an honor for me to have on the show from the Master Circle, Dr. Bob Hoffman. And this guy is absolutely fantastic. I'm sure most of you guys are very familiar with him, but he's very giving and just really wants to share what he has to offer. Uh, and this it's a great episode. Now, we're going to get into... Uh, the brain and some neurology and you know how you can use that in practice and some different you know scripting if you will I don't even know if that's the right word that we want to use for for what he's going to talk about but I know you guys are going to find a lot of value here so let's get on over into the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome to the show the one and only Dr. Bob Hoffman. How are you? I am doing awesome. Thank you. And yourself, Billy? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time out uh, of your busy schedule to be on with us today. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Tell us a little bit about your backstory and why chiropractic. Well, first, I didn't choose chiropractic. I was chosen, just like everybody listening and watching this. You know, when we go through the crazy story on how we all ended up in chiropractic school, None of us could have planned it. It was planned for us. And um, I feel blessed being a chiropractor. I'm extremely proud being a chiropractor. I'm going on 39 years of being a chiropractor. Um, In my career, I spent 23 years in private practice. I had one of, if not the biggest practice in the state of New York. Um, I also got involved in politics rather early in my career serving as the representative assemblyman for the ICA for the state of New York, and over a span of about 20 years, working myself up to become the president, the 12th president of the ICA. I also formed with others uh, the New York Chiropractic Council, which is still a vibrant chiropractic organization. Um, It's going on its 26th or 27th year right now. Um, around 16 years ago, I sold my practice, became the president of the Master Circle. My purpose, quite frankly, Billy, hasn't shifted. When I was in practice, I wanted to help as many people as possible express more of their inner greatness. I did that with my patients. That exact same purpose is what propels me and gives me passion and energy in serving my colleagues. I realized pretty early on that no matter how big I grew my practice, it kind of paled in comparison to how many people I could serve and how much I could change the world through other people. And uh, I love being a chiropractic confidant and mentor and coach. And um, I think I excel at it. In fact, I'm pretty certain of that. Uh, My members continue to grow and flourish and thrive and are just doing awesome. And um, as we know, chiropractic hasn't changed. I hope it never changes. But how we communicate it, 
how we run a business model around it, how we charge for it, how we market it has changed dramatically. And we either get left behind and find things aren't working well, or you take a different approach, the approach I've taken, you stay ahead of the curve and you keep moving the profession forward so that you're always at the leading edge. So when did you know you wanted to pursue chiropractic? Well, I was in my freshman year of college and I had gotten ill and I went to my family doctor who told me I had um, a rather significant health challenge and uh, I needed to be quarantined for four to six months. And when you're like 18, 19 years old, four to six months is somewhere close to eternity. And um, at the time, I was dating this beautiful young lady who's now my wife of 39 years. And four to six months was a life sentence. And as coincidences occur, and of course, we don't believe in those. Uh, my mom was a member of one organization her entire life. She went to a meeting one day a, a month. And the guest speaker that month happened to be a chiropractor. And she went up and spoke to him. And again, I'm trying to make this story as short as I could. I went to his office, and in two weeks, I was completely better. My blood work had completely normalized. My family doctor was stunned, and um, I got the bug. I got the bug to be in this healing arts and to help other people and to serve from my abundance. And um, quite frankly, I never applied to chiropractic school. I was hanging out in this doc's office, interviewing a lot of his patients, seeing them limp in and walk out, come in crying, go out laughing. And uh, one day he said to me, I applied for you. When you get the package from the college, just bring it in. I'll fill it out for you, which he did. And then I got accepted. And um, it's been a great ride ever since. <laughs> That's great. Where did you go to school? I went to New York Chiropractic okay. College, graduated in 1978. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's great. And so you guys, it, it, now there's you and two of your brothers, chiropractors well, also. one of the many things that I'm enormously proud about in my career is both my brothers are chiropractors because of me, three or four of my cousins are chiropractors because of me, my oldest friend from kindergarten is a chiropractor because of me and about 60 other people, including mostly patients. I have over 70 people who are graduate doctors of chiropractic that I sent to school. And um, it's one of the highlights of my career. That is, that's something to be proud of. So in, you know, I, I shared this with you as, uh, as we began talking, you know, uh, before we started recording, when I was first in working for uh, the doc here locally that had a couple of offices when I first was introduced to chiropractic, you know, before then we had um, a doctor who was a good friend of my dad's. Uh, I went in once or twice because I had some shoulder issues, but I still didn't know anything about what chiropractic really was until I went to work uh, with Dr. Scott. And he, um, he said, look, you need to, you need to get as much chiropractic as you can if you're going to be out in the community helping me market this. And he set me down with a, a lot of master circles, uh, CDs and stuff. And that's, that's really where I got grounded. I, if you can say that, even though I'm not a chiropractor, you got dipped. I did. I did. And it was just, it was great. So great stuff. So that was, um, my first, um, 
introduction, I guess. The master circle introduction to our core principles, introduction to me. Yeah, it it really was. So it's been, you know, some time now. Um, But in all that you see right now, what do you see with the docs that you're dealing with? What do you think that they could be doing better to increase their communication, to increase their impact with their community? Boy, that's a great question. So my mind is going off in like 12 different directions. First, in a perfect world, those of us who produce the best and most consistent clinical outcomes should have the best practices, but that's not true. Those of us who communicate the best have the best practices. End of story. So I think communication is where it's at, and it's my area of expertise. We need to find not just the data dump on a patient, but how to speak to them, how to customize our speaking to them so that they actually hear what we have to say and it has impact. You know, Billy, we have to recognize that we're in three interrelated businesses, And this is a huge problem because most chiropractors believe they're in the chiropractic business or the healthcare business or the correcting subluxation business, and we're not in any of those. Those are the things we do, but that's not the business we're in. The three interrelated businesses that we're in is we're in first the relationship business. Everything in life rises and falls on relationships. Those of us who are the best at starting maintaining and improving relationships grow the biggest practices. This is why communication is so important. The second business that we're in is we're in the solutions business. People come into our life with problems. We have to always have solutions. Some of their problems are health related, some are time or distance or money or understanding. We have to always have the solution. And the third interrelated business is we're in the changing beliefs business. Listen, every one of your patients walk into your office with a set of beliefs that are erroneous and false and misleading. You know, they think the flu vaccine, excuse me, the flu virus is traveling down the highway to your town right now as we speak. They think that health comes in a pill. And unless we start to change their beliefs about the body being self-healing, about the supremacy of the brain and the nervous system, about what the adjustment does, it doesn't slip a misplaced vertebra back into place. It reboots, normalizes, and maximizes brain function. When people get that, they'll stick around forever because they see you as an integral part of their healthcare and wellness team. So, again, I'm just giving you a couple of snippets. Boy, there's so much more we could talk about on this subject. But this is a huge problem in our profession, and it's it's ridiculously easy to correct. Before we go on to whatever your next question is, I just want to say this. It's so easy to succeed in chiropractic that you literally have to be working overtime to mess this up. And I'm sad to say that a lot of our colleagues are exhausted from trying to mess it up. If we could just learn the fundamentals on how to attract in new patients, how to convert them properly because it's in their best interest, how to deliver on the promise of getting them well and keeping them well, how to run a successful and profitable business, how to communicate like a master communicates, how to keep your all-star team fully engaged and fully effective, 
how to stay at the top of our game so we're always excited. You couldn't beat success away with a stick if you tried. It's easy. It's really easy. And I know that for a fact because I've been coaching chiropractors for almost 20 years and I see it over and over again regardless how old they are, how young they are, where they graduated from school, what techniques they use, what their beliefs are. It happens over and over again. Talk about the brain-based wellness. Well, this is a great story, you know. I, I, I never have seen myself as a chiropractic neurologist. I'm not. I want to make that perfectly clear. But many of the top-flight chiropractic neurologists in our profession are dear friends of mine. And um, about five years ago, one of them invited me to speak at his seminar. I get about 25 or 30 speaking engagements a year all over the world. And um, I sat in on his classes, and I, I got to tell you, I was amazed at what I learned. This guy was a wizard, a genius. He had some major breakthroughs, and I learned a lot in spite of the fact that he talked over everybody's head. And just coincidentally, three or four months later, another of these chiropractic neurologists invited me to speak at his event, and he was just as brilliant, had just as many amazing breakthroughs, spoke over everybody's head, but I loved what I heard. And I went through three or four of those. And let me tell you what I discovered. First, we have some brilliant people in our profession. Two, they don't know how to communicate. And three, they never communicate with each other. So I became the spokesperson, the guy who could talk street talk using neurology, not from a neurological perspective, but from a street perspective to communicate to patients. And I started sharing that with many of my clients and their practices, even though they were up 30 or 40%, started growing 40, 50, 60%. And quite frankly, it started to take on a life of its own, Billy, and I actually had to develop a whole new model of practice based upon this issue of brain-based wellness. And what I mean by a whole new model of practice, there hasn't been a new case history question in our profession in 70 years. I developed 35 new ones. I don't ever, ever expect anybody to take 35 new ones. But even if you just took three or four or five, it will totally change the trajectory of your relationship with that new patient. I had to create new exam procedures, new report of finding procedures, new recommendation of schedule of care models, new business models. I had to, I had to completely create a new, new system. So if you wouldn't mind, let me ask you a question. It's one of my 35 new case history questions just to get the people watching and listening to this to open up to it. Bill, Billy, where in your body do you tend to hold or carry your stress? Curious. I would guess my head. Common answer. Yeah. Obviously, there's only a handful of common answers. My head, my neck, my shoulders, my chest, my middle back, my lower back, my abdomen, my feet, my jaw. There's, there's just those types of answers. The reason I ask a new patient that question, the reason I asked you that question, is even though I want to know your answer, that doesn't change anything for me. The question being answered changes a lot for you. Because in answering that question, and every patient will, 
Number one, you acknowledge that you have constant chronic low levels of physical, chemical, and emotional stress like everyone else in the world. And two, maybe for the first time in your life, you're cognated that it's affecting a particular part of your body. See, I believe every one of our patients know they're under constant chronic low levels of physical, chemical, and emotional stress. What they don't know is how is it affecting their body, their life, and their health. And once we make that connection, once we connect those dots, man, they're yours. Because they know their stress is never going away, and they want you on the team to help to neutralize the stress so it doesn't cause damage, degeneration, or disease. Now, that's just one example. I got 34 more of those. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. See, we have to change the conversation in practice. Going back to this issue of the best communicators win, we've been telling the same chiropractic story for 121 years. It's a terrific story. It probably saved our profession, allowed it to grow. I believe over the last 10 or 20 or 30 years, it's actually stopped us from growing. We've outlived it. I'm not suggesting anybody get rid of the old story, but I am suggesting we don't lead with it. The new story is about stress. You know, we're in the early stages of the neurologic epidemic. There are more people suffering from more neurological disorders today than ever before in the history of mankind, and it's getting worse. And quite frankly, medicine doesn't have any answers for these. We know because there's now tremendous research out there that verifies and documents this, that when we adjust the patient properly, it normalizes and maximizes brain function. It rebalances the autonomic nervous system. It downregulates their sympathetic fight, flight, survival, stress, and it upregulates their rest, digest, healing nervous system, their parasympathetic nervous system. We've known for over 100 years in medicine that the cause of all disease physically and mentally is unresolved sympathetic stress. So it doesn't matter if the stress is physical, chemical, or emotional. When it's constant, when it's frequent, when it's day after day after day, man, it has some devastating effects on our life. And this is where some of us get confused, Billy, because that stress is going to go to your weak link. And we have lots of different names for it. Sometimes we call it insomnia. And sometimes we call it high blood pressure. And sometimes we call it eczema. And sometimes we call it irritable bowel syndrome. And sometimes we call it low back pain. But it's all coming from the same place. And it's all fixable by rebalancing the autonomic nervous system. So when we when the brain goes out of balance, the body always follows. When the brain goes back into balance, the body always follows again. But in this case, it only has one name. We call it healing. And that's why chiropractic has survived and has grown for 121 years. Because at the end of the day, in spite of us sometimes, we've helped people get well. We produce miracles in our office day in and day out. And knowing how to communicate that and knowing how to connect that to the individual patient standing or sitting in front of you is how you grow a really super successful practice. So tell us more about, okay, 
so how long have you been, when did you kind of make this switch toward more of the, the brain-based wellness in your practice? About five just, years ago. There are now hundreds of chiropractors utilizing it in their practice, growing by leaps and bounds, less stressful, more fun, more profitable, easier to attract new patients, easier to generate referrals, easier to convert patients, easier to build excellent compliance. It's a new model. It works beautiful. And quite frankly, there's no one else in the profession other than the master circle who understands this, utilizes it, teaches it, created a, a practice model around it. It's really, it's really been an awesome renaissance for us and for our doctors. Well, that's really strong because so many docs out there, at least the ones that I deal with, uh, now not all, but the, a large majority of them, they're pigeonholed into this you know, neck pain, back pain. That's what they, that's what they're treating. That's mm -hmm. how they're getting new patients in. Um, and it's like, okay, how do I even convert these to more wellness type care? Uh, but this just makes sense whenever a patient gets it, when they understand that chiropractic is more than neck pain and back pain, you know, it's, it's your brain is what communicates with the rest of your body when they make that connection. I mean, I can see where. It's it gonna explodes. Be, yeah, it's just going to be so much easier for them. You know, you're literally flipping that switch. Yes, so that's really good. And, and look, we are experts at neck and back pain, and neck and back pain is is rampant in society. <clears throat> but you know what? Chiropractic is so much bigger than all of that. We didn't go to school to become a neck and back pain band aid. I'm not suggesting you don't take care of neck and back pain. I'm not suggesting you just erase that from, from your menu of services. But there are so many people suffering from so many things unnecessarily that are all neurological, neurological in origin. And you as a chiropractor, even though I'm never going to stop you from studying more neurology, becoming a more, a more and better expert in neurology, the truth is you don't have to. It would be great to do it, but you don't have to. You just know how to communicate the story and how to adjust differently and what recommendations you should make. And there might be a couple of minor tweaks, modifications um, in your practice and how you run it that really is a game changer. It really is a game changer because, Billy, let me – do you know anyone who's not under stress all the time? No. Yeah. So, so I, listen I, – I don't even know, but let's say you were my new patient and let's say I read on your case history that you're married. After I've asked you a question like I asked you, where in your body do you currently hold and carry your stress? And after we go through this conversation, you and I, what stops me from asking this question? Tell me about your wife. Where does she tend to hold her stress? And you know what? Everybody knows. Right. They know. So I can then lead with, do you think her stress is mostly physical, mostly chemical, mostly emotional, or all of the above? You know what the number one answer to that question is? All of all the above. Yeah. Number two is emotional. So if, regardless of which answer, I now have this person really interested, don't I? So it's so easy. It's a whole new system. And please, I, I want the people watching and listening to this. I'm just teasing you with one or two things. I'm telling you, 
I've got more questions, more simple evaluation, exams, assessment tools, a different and better, easier, less stressful, less confrontational report of findings, a different schedule of care. You don't need to try to be all things to all people. You need to reduce their stress. They will love you forever. <clears throat> so how can docs find out more about uh, the master circle and, uh, and what you guys have going on? Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, first, my first recommendation would be to email me. My email is bob at themasterscircle.net. You could certainly go on our website, themastercircle.net. But if you emailed me or call me at 800-451-4514, I'd be more than happy to send you tons of information. There are areas on our website that you can download a lot of information relative to brain wellness. But look, let me be really clear. Information isn't the game changer here. If if information was the key to success, every college professor would be a millionaire. Information is essential to success, but what separates the winners from those wanting to win is how you implement that implement how you implement that information. One of my favorite lines is ultra successful people are uncommonly skilled at execution. And I've learned through trial and error, through working with hundreds of docs who utilize this all day, every single day in their practice, I've learned what always works, what works under certain conditions, and what never works. I know what, what people in our profession could support the process and what you need to know and what you need to communicate, and that's my area of expertise. Go ahead and tell me about the new chiropractic manifesto. Well, thanks for asking that question, Billy. You know, this message that we've just talked about resonates so deeply with so many of our colleagues that inevitably they want to learn more. They want more information. They want to learn how to change the conversation in practice. They want to learn how to change or modify, improve their practice. And I've put together many products, but I think the one that is the most um, effective, the one that I get the most amazing feedback on, the one that really kind of guides doctors into the, the shift and the transformation in their practice is the new chiropractic manifesto. On this product, I interviewed some of the absolute top neurologically based chiropractors in our profession. These guys are just wizards. They forgot more about neurology than most of us even know. But I asked them some very specific questions, and I tried to get from them in street talk some of the language, some of the information, some of the core beliefs, some of the standards that really need to take place in any chiropractic practice, regardless of the technique the doctor uses, where they graduated from, if they're spending two minutes on a patient or 20 minutes on a patient, it cuts all those party lines. Um, the feedback on this product has been amazing. There are 10 modules. It's about 10 hours of material. It, it really is amazing. I start off with kind of setting the stage and giving the framework of where brain-based wellness came from, how it got started in far more detail than you and I talked about. I, I create the new chiropractic story, the new gold standard in practice. And then I start interviewing these experts. 
So, for example, I interviewed George Gonzalez, who is just a genius about the holographic nervous system, how to look at the nervous system, how to evaluate it in a simple way, a highly effective way that will absolutely raise your clinical results big time. It, it's brilliant. I interviewed Dr. Richard Barwell. Dr. Barwell and I have been friends for over 30 years. He's had some huge breakthroughs that every chiropractor needs to know. He found that there are four dysfunctions that everyone could potentially have with their brain. We all tend to have one. But each of these four different dysfunctions changes four different ways we're supposed to adjust the patient. If someone is an over-arousal, as an example, which is the most common, and we adjust them very forcefully, multiple segments, multiple times a week, even though our intent is good, we're actually going to over-arouse an already over-aroused brain and nervous system, which is why initially these patients feel better and then all of a sudden feel worse. And we've all had that experience. So this material is a must. I interviewed Dr. Tim Merrick, a dear friend of mine, a, a chiropractor who practices in New York City, about the new intent and the new the new purpose of the chiropractic adjustment. And when doctors hear this, it's an aha moment. Again, in my opinion, something everyone needs to hear. I interviewed Dr. Jared Leon, one of the most brilliant up-and-coming chiropractic neurologists, thriving practice, about the visit-by-visit -visit protocol. What do we check? What do we ask for? What do we communicate on a visit-by-visit -visit basis that not only produces outstanding clinical results, but great retention and compliance and generates referrals. I interviewed Francis Murphy on, it sounds complicated, but it really isn't. It's called the polyvagal connection to health and wellness. Look, the bottom line is there's now research articles out there, Billy, that says that we could determine the survivability of someone with cancer based on the tone or the lack of tone of their vagus nerve. And we impact the vagus nerve by our adjustments, especially in the occiput atlas area. And this is just breakthrough information that if every chiropractor knew, it would take their practice to a new level. Dr. Rob Melillo, another dear friend, another um, amazing chiropractic neurologist, shows us how the research clearly tells us that once we know the side of brain dysfunction, left or right, we should be predominantly, if not exclusively, only adjusting the opposite side. Now, I know this is counterintuitive for many of our colleagues who are accustomed to doing right, left, left, right. Well, that isn't the most effective. It doesn't mean it isn't effective, but if you want to get faster results, more sustainable results, and even better results, Disciplining yourself to adjusting on the opposite side of the brain dysfunction is going to take your results to a whole new level. I interviewed Rob DiMartino. Jeez, I think he could be the smartest person I know in our profession about metabolic support for neurologic healing in addition to our adjusting, in addition to other things that we do. What supplements really will help the nervous system heal, what foods will help it heal, what to avoid. This is breakthrough stuff. And then I finished the manifesto with a roundtable discussion with some of these amazing superstars, asking them questions, getting their perspectives, seeing where they 
they agree and seeing where there's different ways to accomplish the same thing. Let me just tell you, if anyone is even remotely interested in the new gold standard in chiropractic, in a brain-based wellness, a brain-based chiropractic model, if they're even remotely interested in learning the new language, the new protocols, <laughs> this is an absolute must-have product. Very good. Well, here's what we'll do. Uh, I'll put a link to the information in the show notes for this episode so they can head back over to Cairo Candy uh, to find out more about this uh, and then how to reach out to you and connect uh, with all the other stuff you have going on. Dr. Bob Hoffman, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to share with us today. Great information. Once again, I really appreciate you and what you're doing with Cairo Candy. Keep up the great work. You're an unsung hero in our profession, and I appreciate you big time. Thank you, sir. All right, guys, you just finished listening to episode number 88 of Cairo Candy. For the show notes to this episode, head on over to CairoCandy.com forward slash 088. Uh, also, I will have a link there to the... Um, the headache and low back funnel that we've talked about before, Facebook training, uh, all that stuff we briefly mentioned at the beginning of the show. Uh, I have a link there to that, uh, but also a link to everything that Dr. Hoffman talked about. We'll have that uh, there at the show notes, episode number 88 or 088 uh, is where you can find that. And I mentioned either last episode or episode before last that I was thinking about putting together some type of marketing challenge. Um, and I had somebody ask me about it the other day and I'm still trying to work out the kinks, but even before I sat down to start working on this episode, that's what I was working on. So we're thinking about coming up with a Facebook group, uh, maybe have it where you can partner up with, uh, you know, with each other and hold each other accountable and then put together different marketing campaigns that, uh, that we're going to be able to share and, you know, what's going to be working and useful. And I don't know, I'm still working on it, but Make sure you're paying attention. If you want, you can head on over to Cairo Candy and just sign up to be on the email list. That way, whenever it does come out, uh, we will talk about it and you will get notified that way. That's it. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will talk next week on another episode of Cairo Candy. See you.